screenings episode 80 i don't have it anymore 86 yes Five? Uh, i'm oh. no 86 i'm your host and with me is the regular host jackson three car pile up in the intro and the person who didn't remember what number it was destiny i didn't know yeah uh movies now more than it's been a week no one's watched anything, week. no right? one's watched any fucking movie it's fine <laughs> i it's ain't fine. got no time <laughs> yeah so we might as well get right into it our movie club this week is uh women on the verge of a nervous breakdown Directed and written by Pedro Almodovar. This came out March 25th, 1988 in Spain. Because it's a sp- it's a Spanish film. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, I can tell by every literal thing about it. Yeah. Um, Destiny, why'd you pick this? Because I really like Pedro Almodovar movies because they're very melodramatic. They're always about interesting women. I think he writes women very well uh, for him. Uh, and then also I'd never seen it and, um, it looked really colorful and it was short. <laughs> I think the only two Almodovar movies I've seen are Broken Embraces and The Skin I Live In. And I didn't really like, I haven't seen them since they were new and I didn't really like Broken Embraces, but I really like The Skin I Live In, but neither of which is like a fucking raucous, you know, like romantic co- gender comedy. Romantic comedy is overselling what the thing it is about. Yeah. It's it not a romantic comedy. Relationships. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, uh, was expecting something very serious because, like, all of the movies I've seen from him are very serious. Uh, yeah. even the ones that are kind of like they have a zany plot, they're still well, melodramas, you know? Jackson, uh, we're going to yeah. interrupt you. Jackson, what's the movie about? Uh, this movie is about, uh, a lady called Pepper, uh, who is having a bad time after, uh, her lover, Ivan, has left her and is like, avoiding her dodging her calls um in a plot that i have it's he's just doing the george plot from seinfeld where he's calling it he finds out where she is and calls where he knows she isn't so make sure he doesn't have to talk to her <laughs> um literally just that uh as she's trying to get in touch with him uh, they're meant to be going on a trip and it's all it's it's all, it's all bad uh she like <laughs> makes some. Um, Puts a bunch of barbiturates in her gazpacho to think about maybe killing herself. Uh, is interrupted by seven different cartoonish soap opera plots coming barging in through her door of uh, Ivan's like son with uh, the woman that she like stole him from, um, who is Antonio Banderas looking like he's twelve years old, um, <laughs> and it's very distracting. How he's just playing a tiny little nerd. It's weird. <laughs> uh and uh her like niece who is it just friend just friend i guess friend uh just her friend i'm pretty sure it's just her friend uh candela who um there was just a familiarity to like the way she was asking for help that made me assume it was family but i I didn't know um they don't actually say yeah Um, oh i first thought it was her sister but the way she introduces her to everyone else is just as a friend yeah um uh who has a slept with some terrorists apparently <laughs> um, and is just deeply convinced that uh you know 
the police are going to come through the door literally any second and come for her. Uh, whereas no, no one cares. They, they, they've been arrested, but I don't think they've brought her up. She's convinced that they're, no, they're onto her. She's been aiding and abetting. Um, she, she, so she's like, she goes to the lawyer, tries to figure, tries to like get the lawyer to like, hey, uh, you got to defend a, a my A famous friend. feminist lawyer in the country, for the record. Yes, because she's a TV actress. Yeah. Um, uh, she's like, hey, you got to help me out. Uh, you you got to like take this case. And she is just extremely rude and tells her to fuck off. So she slaps her in the face, obviously, as you would. Uh, goes back home. Uh, the cops now have shown up because um, Antonio Banderas called them to leave an anonymous tip about the, the terrorists, thinking this would solve <laughs> all their problems. Instead, obviously, they, they just reverse the number and say, well, who the fuck was that? Uh, and show up at the house. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and... Uh, they all <laughs> to solve this problem they feed the cops like allotted amounts of the suicide gazpacho and everyone goes to sleep uh, rather than dying because they're not you know they, they don't have that much <laughs> i don't think it was i recreationally drink too or eat too many sleeping pills well no because she wants to feed it to no. ivan but also yeah. to herself like it's yeah I think I don't think it's meant to be a suicide thing. I don't. Know, I assume maybe? she wanted to kill Yvonne. I didn't think she wanted I to kill herself. Both, because like, oh, okay. I think it was a bit of both. Because like, Candela also tries to kill herself in the middle of all this. Briefly, yeah, this in the, the soup of this movie is when things are going so bad that you might just want to drink the suicide gazpacho. <laughs> so I, 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 I was, I was like, I've never had gazpacho. I should make it. It looks delicious. I don't um, really like tomatoes like that, but I give it a shot. Uh, while all these things are going on, uh, Ivan is going to the airport with the lawyer, by the way. That's the new woman. She's yes. clicked into place while uh, Antonio Medaris' mother, the old... It's really old- funny because when she goes in, you have enough that you can figure out that she's the new woman. Yes. Um, but she doesn't figure it out for another 20 minutes. <laughs> it's really funny. Also, the terrorist attack is, is their the flight. Plane, yes. yes. Um and uh, the uh, the woman before the uh, Antonio Madero's mum steals a bike uh, by well steals a bike gets on a bike that already has a man on it and uses a gun to make him fucking drive to the airport uh, Pepper gets in a, in a taxi chases after her taxi she's been going through returning to to the whole movie chaos ensues the thing that matters is that uh, when <laughs> she's about to kill Yvonne uh, Pepper saves uh saves his life and she is arrested uh ivan comes over like well that was a bit fucked up there well i guess we can talk it out now that you've saved my life and uh she goes uh actually no no this has been a crazy day and fuck off goodbye um, <laughs> and simply goes back home uh and instead of having the conversation with him that she's been wanting to uh she has the conversation with uh antonio amadaris's girlfriend uh, and tells her uh, that, you know, she's pregnant, which we, we figured out from her first scene, but she hasn't yes. opened up that. I anymore. thought maybe she was dying. Like, because it's in a Moldovar movie. I was like, she might be dying. Uh, I figured it was pregnancy, but I'm like, it could be that she has cancer. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was, I was like, I bet she's pregnant. the doctor specifically like, says, it's nothing to worry about. Just, you know, stop smoking. Yourself, don't, stop don't smoke, smoke and you'll be fine. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I was like, oh, so extremely pregnant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, it could be either or the whole time until she said that. So. <laughs> I can also see a doctor saying like, it's cancer. Don't worry about it. Just don't smoke anymore. And <laughs> I don't know anything uh, about these Spanish doctors of the 80s. Um, but that's the like it's kind of a b- bad plot summary because so many chaotic things happening. But that is the main thread of everything uh, that occurs. Yeah, the actual thing is there's a movie about people um, slowly unraveling until they fix their own lives through dramatic action. <laughs> um, Mostly don't. Peppa. Only Peppa fixes people's lives. 
Yeah, I was going to say, or until they ruin their lives. Just through. Antonio Bedera starts making out with Candela constantly. Um, yes. Uh, which at first she is confused about, but then is just okay with, because I guess, you know, he's hot. It's Antonio Bedera's. Uh, but ignoring her, <laughs> it's like fiance who's sleeping in the other room. That's right, because she accidentally took the uh, gazpacho. Yeah, I mean, the thing about that lady is uh, they don't, she just is like, She's like the the very like uptight fancy lady who's like just henpecking him constantly, right? Like that's the I'm marrying my mom care like oh who, for who sure she represents to him. Um, yeah. so he's probably better off with Candela, and Marissa can do better than this nerd. He's a fucking nerd. He's he looks like he's nerd. fucking Egon from uh, Ghostbusters. <laughs> it's genuinely distracting because you know all whenever I've seen Antonio Banderas in a movie, he's yes. like. The hot cool, guy, the hot, yeah. hot guy, but specifically like well, the when it's an American movie and not already European, he is cast as like, look at this kind of scary hot guy because he's the European hot guy who's hotter than you. Yes, <laughs> um, because American movies. <laughs> and here he's just the dweebiest motherfucker who's ever lived. Yes. What's your quintessential and uh, Antonio um, Banderas role? Is it Desperado? Is it El Mariachi? Like, where where are you going with uh, that? Uh, Destiny, yeah. were you talking? I think your mic might have been weird again. I'm gonna have to head this out. I thought I heard Destiny talking through the wall. Hello? Hello? Hi. What happened? I don't know. I just got quiet. I asked a question and nobody answered. Oh, I, I, no, I didn't hear you. We, we literally were both like, I can't hear Destiny talking. I don't know if her mic cut out or not. Oh, I was. I didn't asking... hear you. I, I didn't hear either of you. I just went silent for like thirty seconds. You both complete. I was like, weird. I turned the hand off, and both of you went. I was like, have you, has your internet gone? Is my internet gone? I think Discord broke briefly. <laughs> yeah, Discord, Discord must be. Yeah, no. I asked, what is the quintessential Antonio Banderas role that y'all think of when you think of like him being suave and shit? Uh, God, it's weird because like. I because of the like the way in which I saw movies with Antonio Banderas, um, like I'm like oh I mean I'd seen Interview with the Vampire, but the one I think of is fucking Spy Kids, which yeah, is not the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the, problem, the, the reason I think of Spy Kids is the reason like because he's doing that, but like on purpose as a joke in Spy Kids. Yes, yes. <laughs> Spy Kids, I need to see it because every time people talk about it, it's amazing. Like it sounds amazing. It's and I I had seen I'd seen um. I'd seen uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico before I saw Desperado, so I think of that before I think of Desperado, which is probably uh, his like, big role. Yeah, I think of Desperado for yeah. sure. I think of Frida. I think of uh, Avita. I think of that bad Zorro movie. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yes. That's a catch it on tv and turn it off 30 minutes in classic to me like what a bad <laughs> it was always on it was always fucking on like, oh i guess they're running the mask of zorro again sure <laughs> um it's like right there it's that and wild wild west in the same tier of like late 90s blockbusters that i'm like what mm. <laughs> so it's funny because like not knowing anything about this movie we just kind of loaded it up it opens with like uh, Peppa and Yvonne are, are like actors who do like dubbing for Spanish language versions of movies. They're dubbing Johnny Guitar when the movie starts. Yeah, um, and um, I was like, oh, this is going to be about a movie about making movies. <laughs> One of those <laughs> classics, um, and just spirals out of control into soap opera bullshit. Um, I, I told Jack sorry before we recorded this movie is like Twin Peaks season two core. Um, in that it's just a cavalcade of like clowns barging into this woman's life as she gets more and more fed up until she must just like 
Morpheus cut through their entire problems in one strike. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, I love Peppa's so good in this. Um, I love watching her slowly like facilitate between I'm going to give up. I'm going to like blow my life up and then actually just find a calm where she just fixes everything. It's so good. It's really good. It's really good. Because uh, like at the start, she's she's the, at the start. She's like the craziest one, right? She's throwing yes. a phone out the window. She's setting fire to a bed. Uh, yeah, it's, I, she, she pulls a full waiting deck sale on her bed. <laughs> Uh, it's really funny. Um, and then as everyone else's problems just pop, like she starts out inconsiderate and rude um, to everyone else, but then eventually just means, becomes the only one who's able to like take action <laughs> about anything yes. uh, as everyone just piles up being like cowards about it. And she's like, fuck it, let's go, let's do this. And it's yes. so good. It's very satisfying. Yeah. Um, that energy ends up just the the chase at the end where um, it's delightful. Cha- yes, uh, they're chasing after um, uh, Anna Lucia. Lucia. Yeah, Lucia. In, in the like fucking mambo cab she's been running into like multiple times with this ridiculous cab driver with big hair and eight thousand things for sale in his cab, um, and she's just like. She's like the Wicked Witch of the West, like riding her broom yes! as like the hair blows through or the wind blows through her hair. And she just got like two guns at this guy she's kidnapped. And it's incredible. <laughs> it's one of my favorite bits in the film. Uh, just yeah. It's like her. a shootout in the highway. And every, like the cab driver's like, you kidding me? <laughs> said she was dangerous. <laughs> the cab driver's like, wait, do I have to chase this gun wielding maniac? She's like, yes. And the cab driver's like... That's not my job. <laughs> I, I did it for you before, but I don't want to do it this time. <laughs> before we were just driving. Now I'm being shot at. I don't like this. Oh. <laughs> and then the, the the like the guy on the bike's girlfriend's in the car. He's in the with cab her. with her, yes, and just like I, he's cheating on me. I keep like, no, no, no. He's got she's got a gun in his back. She's like, I don't care. That only my ass gets to sit on the back of that bike. <laughs> I thought she was going to be another main character because she's got such a look to her, the actress, but... No, she Alas. gets to live in the background with uh, the Jehovah's Witness lady who lives at the <laughs> bottom floor who steals every scene she's in. Oh my god, she can't lie. She, she cannot lie. lie. Can't her Lord and lies. Savior. <laughs> the, the bit that uh, killed us was when Peppa asks for the shoe back that fell off of uh, Candela's foot when she tried to jump over the balcony. Um the lady shoots her a look like, how dare you ask for this? This is my shoe. <laughs> like she recoils? Like, mm. <laughs> It's so funny. Yeah, uh, that was probably my favorite gag in the whole thing. <laughs> um, I think my favorite gag was when she goes out to the phone booth uh, to make the call to Ivan, and Ivan and the lawyer are like literally standing next to her, and they have to like... <laughs> Just like cartoonishly back against the wall of the phone booth and like and uh, hide themselves. <laughs> yes. I also really liked the eight and a half dream sequence of Avant, or, or yeah, like saying how he loves all those different women. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love when uh, Peppa comes in and uh, they put a record on. It's like some fucking schmaltzy like romance song called uh soy infeliz which i think means i'm a cheater i think that's right that sounds right to me <laughs> um i don't know i don't spanish is not my forte but she throws the record out the window and it discuss discuss out the window and hits the lawyer in the head as she's like <laughs> out there trying to scheme against peppa 
Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, every time that she reacts and throws something out the window, it like lands even more comically close to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A few times with like a phone and the answering machine and everything. Um, the other thing I love is when the cops show up, it's like su- besuited European cop and 21 Jump Street, like street clothes cop. <laughs> Just like, we're partners. This guy's undercover. I'm the one who looks like a cop. <laughs> <laughs> they looked so mismatched. It was very funny. Uh, they're ridiculous. <laughs> and the like- cops are, are obviously just like... They walk into the, the hell of this apartment where she's been throwing things out the window, breaking the window, burning her beds. Uh, she chickens is- and ducks. <laughs> yes. And all they know is that there was a weird, maybe prank call about terrorists. Yes. <laughs> um, before the, they were on the news. Well, the weird thing is, the, the, the yeah, the terrorists... Are, no, they, they, were already, they were already on the news because they just didn't see it. I think that's how the order of operations there. No, but they, they say the call came in before the news went out. Oh, that's okay. why they know that they oh, okay. something's got up. Right. It's just confusing because Candela... It's on the news when Candela... We first see Candela uh, getting ready. Or not getting ready, but like fleeing her apartment. Yeah. yeah. But they do... They, the cops do say that. They do say... Oh, uh, okay. The... Uh, um, I think maybe it was just the specific plane. They were, I, I don't know. I don't know what was going on yeah. there. Um, but they do say that there was something before before the they was all over the news. Mm. Um, and the cops were Or the baffled. cops are full of shit. One of those. All the cops are full of shit. That's another one. Um, but the, the cops don't seem particularly... I, I would assume that these are nice cops because that's the way the comedy works, is these just completely baffled guys coming into the chaos. Uh, this is not particularly a movie about the police and what they're doing. <laughs> Um, uh, the lyrics to that song she comes in on, Soy and Fellas by Lilla Beltran, are, I am unhappy because I know you don't love me. <laughs> Why do I insist more? <laughs> so there you go. I'd also so, throw that out the window if I was having the world's worst day about my shitbag boyfriend. Yes. You stay cheating. Ooh. That guy is so funny. I'm glad that he's like just such a like bare presence in the movie. Yeah, he's his voice is cartoonishly smooth. Yes. <laughs> my other yeah. favorite gag is the commercial that she makes because she's oh like known God. for she's known for being the mother of a serial killer in a show. So like she does this commercial for a detergent where the cops come in and she wanders the uh, bloody clothes <laughs> and they're like no trace of blood or guts. <laughs> It's really so funny. Silly. It's so funny. <laughs> it's like a punny swoke commercial. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, I laughed so much watching this. I It's been a minute since we've had a, a straight up comedy comedy. That hit like this? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, great movie. I was not, I didn't know what to expect. I thought it'd be much more serious and I'm glad we just had a great time. Yeah, me too. I I loved all, all the colors and patterns and Oh my god, this movie is so fucking colorful. Yeah, and I I know he's kind of known for that, but like ooh, he it's it's always a it's it's a dazzling thing. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's just uh, movies like that look like this are what we lost once we moved to color grading. Like this whole oh, so true. Visual mm-hmm. palette disappeared. Even though you could in theory get this much easier now, no one does it. Yeah, I know, it makes well, me sad. You can't get this. Like you can get, you can you can get color, right? It's not like colorful movies are gone, but this kind of like pure production design—that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Um, 
Peppa has like so many costume changes in this movie, even though it's just like two days. Yes. <laughs> so does Lucia. Like, oh yes. my god, she has that deranged Jackie O look at the end with the lashes. <laughs> yes. Ah, oh, I love she has, that. She has the she has the weird hat that looks like a lampshade. That one scene. Yeah, you called it her Pope hat, which made me yes. laugh. Yeah. Um, uh, but her wallpaper. Ugh. Yeah. The the apartment's so so good. What a great set. That they're in yes um because the apartment's like most of it's just uh this incredible like pink apartment yeah um but then there's the 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 roof uh that's um similar to dtlj of just the most like this is literally not in a human world this is just well, the, the, the most the honest first soundstage time, thing i've ever the, seen in my yeah, life the first time they show her on the on the balcony i was like so is she on is this a shot of her on the set is that their be reveal because <laughs> it looks so obviously <laughs> fake and no it's just her but because they'd already shown that she works as an actress at a studio i'm like oh this is her on a set just kind of like moping about but no yeah <laughs> we couldn't no, tell just her, just her her roof it's really That's good the life she leads there's another shot where they like zoom in on like or it's a cut to like a close-up of one of the guy's models oh, and yes. i and it's supposed to be i think the exterior shot of the apartment that's, yeah, that's that's the first that's the first shot in the movie is the the very obvious model of the apartment which she lives yeah no it's really good what <laughs> she's talking about like oh i've loved him ivan <laughs> and i'm like oh my god <laughs> Uh, yeah, good times. I don't really have that much more to say. I just really enjoyed this. Yeah, it's probably my favorite on Moldovar now that I've. Uh, oh, this easily clears the other two. <laughs> yeah, like it cleared. Like I liked it more than Talk to Her and All About My Mother, which are two very good movies. Um, Volvera is very good. Uh, but yeah, I, this this takes the cake, and I'm gonna watch Time Me Up, Time Me Down soon because yeah. that's another comedy from him that I uh. I believe is it before this movie? I don't know. Oh, either way, I I really want to see it. Um, there is a um, apparently there's a musical version of this movie, which makes sense because I when I was watching, I was like, this could easily be a stage show. There's no reason it could. <laughs> yeah, it's all set basically in one apartment. Like there's yeah. other yeah. stuff, and she, but you could rewrite that. So it'd be yes. so easy to to uh, yeah for uh, sure clean that up. Supposedly, Apple TV is making a uh, television series starring Gina Rodriguez, but their last update on Wikipedia was from January 2022. So okay, so that's not knows? happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had a great time. I, don't, I also don't have anything else. So I mean, either just a delightful movie, delightful movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll move to questions. If you want to send questions, you can send them to abnormalmappingpodcast at gmail.com. Um, our question of the week last week was. Uh, I worded this different every time I posted it, but basically, <laughs> if someone from the future asked you to show them a movie from the aughts and encapsulate the aughts, what movie would you show them? Um, and, uh, which I think is, the idea is very clear, even if the question wording changed quite a bit. Um, but uh, we'll get into that with some more of our questions. Next time is two weeks between movies, so feel free to write in. We'll give you more time. This was short notice, so. Um, our first email is from Nigel, uh, who just provided maybe the most correct answer in the world to the question of the week which is borat yeah well, yeah i guess sure now we're done him <laughs> yeah great answer uh grime writes in what's your favorite performance of a woman on the verge of a nervous breakdown in film um i i love a lot of them uh martha marcime marlene uh 
Does the Passion of Joan of Arc count? Like uh, I, that, that depends on how religious you are. I think <laughs> the one with the, I'm thinking of the silent movie. Um, yes, I know the drier one. I know what you mean. Uh, David and Lisa. Um, there's uh, so many. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard um, to pick I'm going to throw down a M classic, Young Adult. Young Adult. Done. Yes. No. I was Back also, it up. It was also great movie. Great that. movie. Um, also, The Shining. Yeah. Yeah. Little, also, little sisters. Tin- De Palma's sisters. Oh, Shining's a, a little uh, tinged, as you yes. like. That, that, that is actually a woman uh, on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Of a, yes. of a, of a yeah. nervous breakdown. <laughs> uh, Jackson, do you have one? I was going to say young adult. What do you, of course I was. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, um... Hilver writes it. I couldn't think of a specific film, but for the decade sensibilities, my gut reaction says the UMD classic Casino Royale. <laughs> UMD. <laughs> UMD. I yeah, that's that is kind of true. Somewhere in uh, this apartment is a UMD of paprika. I think I might have gotten rid of that finally. Oh, okay. Did you sell um, it? Or did you like throw it out the window? I think I just. I think I just when I turned in a bunch of stuff to these bookstore, I think that was included in it. What the fuck were they going to do with it? <laughs> I don't know. Give me, give me three cents for it, probably. Apparently. But at least it won't like go in a landfill yet. There's still time. It will absolutely be going in a landfill. You have just deferred responsibility here. <laughs> um, Hilver's question. It's Easter weekend as a recording. None of us celebrate, but it, that is true. What is your favorite film about religion or spirituality? Broadest definitions of religion or spirituality apply. When I think of uh, my own spirituality being reflected in a film, because that's how I decided to interpret this question. Okay. The first movie that came to mind was uh, the Coen's A Serious Man, because mm-hmm. it's essentially just the book of Job. It's just like, well, all this horrible shit just happening to this guy, one thing after another, and he just persists, you know? And, and that's to me what uh spiritually that's kind of where i am <laughs> jackson uh boring obvious answer but i i do really like stalker oh yeah that's a good one um my gut reaction when when i heard this was uh the fountain um which uh i love uh that is about the transformative power of wife energy um but i do love it <laughs> Um, I need to watch then, Fountain because you you bring it up constantly, but I bet when I watch, I'll be like, "That was really stupid, but in a charming way." Is no, really that movie's yeah. good. I oh, mean, you good? will think it is also really stupid in a charming way. That is true. Um, I did. I can't tell from the way you talk about it if it's like good, good, or if it's like I really I loved used to this think it was I good, was... good, like just one hundred percent with the whole heart, no irony in it. But um, Aronofsky's just a clown, so I <laughs> yes. do also just have that he made a movie about his wife and then they're not married anymore. You know, he's done that multiple times. Yes, no. <laughs> it's, it's honestly it's some of my favorite energy in film. I made this whole thing for you, and then it doesn't work out. <laughs> usually because of that guy being a fucking weirdo. Um, anyway, um, my other answer, the obvious like religious culturation answer, is uh, Last Temptation of Christ. Fucking classic, great film. Um, and then uh, when I thought about this a little more, the other answer. Um, God, did I just lose it while I was sitting here thinking about it? Apparently. While, while we were, I think I, I think it fell out of my head. No, I had something. I had a thing and it was like kind of funny, but also true. And I think I might have lost it. Aw. Well, 
maybe we'll come back around. Uh, right, well, like, in, in about five minutes, you'll go, ah, fuck, it was this. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll let's put, set the clock to the end of this podcast. <laughs> and hope I find it. Um, yes. Oh, I remember what it was. This is, this is going to sound like shit post, not shit post. It's Chappie. <laughs> you gotta explain that a little deeper. No, you, you don't have to explain a shit of self-evidently, obviously so, true. Yeah, I've seen Chappie, seen, the oh. South African. Film? Yes, we watched it together. I don't think that's true. We, I one hundred percent remember watch watching okay. Chappie with you. Well, but I don't. one of the best movies ever made, um, <laughs> and is is fundamentally about a, a true belief in like the spirit being a thing that is real and can be transformed and transferred and evolve past human form. The end of that movie spoilers for Chappie is Chappie and all of the guys she's hanging out with as robots, just living in a weird family unit. It's beautiful. I love it so much. When, when I saw that movie for the first time, I, I wasn't as like super hot on it. I bet I'd be hot on it now. I was, I was in my main peak <laughs> annoying movie critic era. Um, yeah. But even, even through that lens of being like, Oh, this is weird and messy. and doesn't, doesn't quite land. I was like, M has to see the ending of this movie because on some level it's everything they believe and have ever wanted. <laughs> and I, I tried not to tip my hand about this because I was like, I can't, I can't like oversell it. You oversell it, it breaks. Yeah. Uh, yeah they, store, is... they store consciousness on a bunch of PS3s chained together. On the cell! On the cell processor! I think it's PS4s at that point, which is even funnier because it's not even a cell. <laughs> But then consciousness.dat fucking upload to the cloud, put me in the robot body, uh, and run away from the cops. <laughs> it's a movie about how the robots just want to run away and not do anything, and also about uh, Hugh Jackman wearing his little shorts, putting out his gun at work. It's the greatest movie yeah. of all time. It's, it's <laughs> genuinely one of the best movies you could possibly watch. Um, uh, Kieran writes in, uh, to encapsulate a decade, my thinking is has to be from the end picking from the middle or start ignores the rest of the decade i don't know if that's true this leads to the unfortunate decision of 500 days of summer which is a pretty good strong pick um i'm perfectly mad. captures I'm, the, I'm, that's my pick that's my pick oh was it really <laughs> yes perfectly <laughs> captures the saccharine ignorance of the 2000s and any art house sensibilities being devoured and spat out worse by the mainstream the one that i instantly thought of when i thought of this prompt uh was little miss sunshine which is not my pick but is also this I have not yeah. seen that one, but it is Little Miss Sunshine. This. I think Little Miss Sunshine is worse than Five Hundred Days of Summer. Uh yes, that's true. I would <laughs> I would not enjoy rewatching Five Hundred Days of Summer fully, but I would probably enjoy it way more than if I had rewatched Little Miss Sunshine. You couldn't pay me to rewatch Little Miss Sunshine. I hated that movie the first time I saw it, and I still hate it. <laughs> I'm gonna um, Five Hundred Days of Summer is also a one star piece of shit movie. I, I don't want to yeah, like. There's like a, there's like a big musical sequence in it, and that's enough for me. Sometimes. Exactly, and the actors are charming. I no, I know they're not. I know they're not. I I think they're charming. I think they're charming. Question here: uh, Do you think there's a more encompassing term for movies or film that better expresses the medium than moving image, or its literal film? What's your preferred term? I use the interchange. I don't think about this. Um, I, don't I, don't answer. Answer I don't think about this. What I think about is that one time I said I'm going to the pictures and you made fun of me so hard. <laughs> Are you a thirties person? I will My just look for an that. excuse to make My- fun of you, to be fair. <laughs> My dad just said that as like a thing, it's just a thing to call movies. Um go into the pictures and now I, and now you're right i only hear as you're saying ironically like what a picture type nonsense kino my, it's kino it's kino it's pure my kino. mom has always said instead of going to the movies she'd say we're going to the show that's weird isn't that's that weird you're going to see a band yeah that's what yeah. i that's yeah weird. no she always called it the show 
Show no. show involves something live to me. Yes. <laughs> oh, I don't think about this. Movies, yes. movies uh, film, films. I, I tend to not say films, I don't think, very often. I think I'm more of a I movie person. Forth. I, mean, I use I, it interchangeably. I think I tend to say movies, but um, I'm not like against saying film. And I, I don't have a moral dimension. I'm not like, these are movies, but these are films. That's like, they just both mean the same thing. They're both <laughs> movies and films. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, Brendan writes in the really long email I'm not going to read all of, but has a couple answers. Uh, my hopeful answer is Miami Vice 2006, which is a pretty good answer. Um, my cynical answer is Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, um, which is very close to my real answer, which is the first Transformers film, Michael Bay's Transformers. Yes, that is another one that is just right. It's right there. It's right there. Look at that yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, for some reason, the one I kept rejecting but kept propping up in my brain was The Hangover as also one of these. Yeah, I've never seen it, so. It's really, you would fucking hate that movie. <laughs> I can't think of any movie you would hate more than The Hangover, other than maybe Little Miss Sunshine. <laughs> I was going to say, I, there's a lot of things I can be hater about. I bet I'd hate, like, I don't know, Superbad more. Uh, I've not seen Superbad. Superbad is maybe that one's watchable, actually but it's not good, but it's watchable. Um. Nidric answer would either be the Dark Knight or Iron Man, which, yeah, those are Dark Knight is a big possible answer here, I think. Mm-hmm. Iron Man, too. Um, no, just after Iron thinking Man. about uh, what? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Um, also, uh, no one, no one wrote it in, but uh, Spider Man 2 is like maybe the most aughts movie possible. You messed with one of us! Yeah. You messed it's, with it's one like, of us! It's like weirdly optimistic, but also tinged with post 9 11 brain worms with the New Yorkers shit, but also it slaps. That New York scene slaps, but it is also cringy post 9 11 shit. I mean, the, the, cringy, the, the cringy one from Spider Man 1, the one they were on the bridge. Yeah, uh, that the, one is. This, yeah. The, the one and two is also cringy, but much better. That's the one where the kids hand the mask and they're like, oh, well, it's like, oh, he could, he could be my son. <laughs> he's just a kid. But I'm like, he's clearly 28. He does not look like anyone's kid. If your kid looks like that, you need to get him out of the rooms full of smoke. Remember <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, when Spider Man 2 was just like, oh, yeah, big blockbuster movie? Damn. Yeah. We had it always. Um, my, so Bren's real answer is uh, overly complex 2000s animated DVD menus that take 15 to 20 seconds to play out before you can select anything. Yes. Bonus points if the menu is needlessly obtuse like Memento Special Edition, which, yes, I think we brought up on this podcast before. Yes, that's um, the one I always think of. a bunch of Easter eggs like the videotape hidden on the menu for The Ring or all the music videos on the Spawn DVD. Someone write in and let me know how you access the music videos on the Spawn DVD. I have to know what this is. <laughs> um, which, there's a question of like your most memorable bad dvd men your favorite dvd menus or physical editions of movies i think we've covered this before but if anyone has anything new that comes to mind on this feel free to shout it out um no i just remember really 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 stupid i was always annoyed when they played too many clips from the end of the movie in their menu I, that always pissed me off I was like, i'm about to I, fucking watch it guys i have the matrix revolutions dvd menu loop in my brain forever for some reason i think at some point i watched it and i was like hanging out with friends who's the era where you'd watch a movie the friend and just kind of leave the thing on after the movie ended and i just think it's looped enough times that like i i'll never forget it it's because it, it, it ends with that ridiculous scene of neo flying over like a leapfrogging agent smith's legs where he like flies into camera 
It's it's the loop where like the the menus are strip at the bottom, right? And then it it does the matrix yes. television thing off and on. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So yes, I yes those the <laughs> those matrix loops are also burned into my brain because I it's I, only I, from the third movie for me. Okay, it's kind of uh, older than for me because I I got the ten disc matrix box set exactly when I broke my arm. Um, uh-huh. So that's my Lord of the Rings. Is I just watched the fucking Matrix box set <laughs> as a thirteen-year-old. Uh, I guess nice. it was slightly longer, young. I broke my arm in two thousand six. Man, that sucked. Um, and then Tron writes in uh, a couple questions. Who's your favorite character in this movie? Oh. I mean, it's Peppa. So I, I like. Yeah, <laughs> my, my answer is also Peppa. I think I it's gotta you... be that lady at the bottom floor. I think she's so fucking funny. I also really like the cab driver. I, when cab he cries awesome. with her, yes. uh... <laughs> when <laughs> he brings the eye drops at the end, and they're like plot relevant eye drops because yes. she, she has gazpacho thrown in her face. I love, uh, I love writing. I love movies. Movies are so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like eye drops when she puts them in. It's so cute. She literally <laughs> fucking Zelda holds them up. Ba 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 ba. It's so funny. Um. Yeah. Uh. Any interesting taxi or Uber stories? I think only Destiny has these. So. Uh. I had one Uber driver that I gave. Uh. I reported. Because I had just gotten my septum pierced, and we were in the car together, and he was like, where else are you pierced? Oh, gross. gross. Yeah, it was gross. horrible. Uh, and I've had many a driver that had, like, candy and water, and, like, let me pick the radio station. <laughs> you know, really worked for his five stars. That kind of reminded me of the Mambo Cab guy. Okay. But that's kind of it. I've not really had... I'm, I've ridden in a lot of them, because I don't drive, but I, I don't really yeah. have very many interesting stories. <laughs> Um, do any of you like vegetable drinks? No. Guess what's your favorite? So I, I like a good like smoothie that has spinach in it, which is not the same thing because they always put fruit in it also, but I do like those. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not a vegetable drink. I'll have some fruit. Yeah, I, I want to try this gazpacho, even though I don't think I'll like it. I'm just like, what if I do? <laughs> Summer's coming. It'll be hot soon. And I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, some gazpacho. It's going to be in the 80s like next week. Like within days, it's it's gazpacho season is upon yeah. us. <laughs> I've got a blender. I, I can shop for all these vegetables. <laughs> 18,000 tomatoes that she had in her kitchen. Yes. Well, we, we, there's a shot of her with like, there's like 12 tomatoes and an onion. I was like, what the fuck's she making with those? And then it's like, oh, okay, you know what? Fair enough. Gazpacho. <laughs> <laughs> oh the shot of her cutting vegetables uh i was like oh she's gonna cut herself and then she does but also like her hand is not actually injured the rest of the movie which is very funny to me yeah i could not watch that scene it made me really anxious yes. she was chopping them way too fast and yes to uh unwieldy haphazardly yes. yes don't chop vegetables and you're unhinged it's just not good for you <laughs> my mom has cut apples like to with the sharp knife just towards her thumb her entire life what uh, and she does so if i'm like if i'm like eating an apple off a knife i will do that but i've never cut myself that way because i'm responsible and use a really sharp knife that i know how to use uh and it, it's just terrifying my whole life uh she doesn't cut her, her hands are a bit stiff so she wouldn't no longer at risk of cutting her finger off but for years i've been worried about this <laughs> uh, i guess i've made it to the other side now I have a mandolin slicer coming today, and I was like, I bought it, and I'm like, I, I'm going to use this. Um, some maybe to make us pacha. Who can say? Probably not. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, those are terrifying. It's like I'm going to lose part of my hand on this. And a friend of the show, Dia, uh, was like, Yeah, no, I have, I have some. I had to get like a skin, like a fake skin graft, where I slice off a bit of my finger and couldn't find it from one of those. Use the guard. And I was like, Don't worry, I got all the guard. I'm going to use the guard because they're terrifying. It's like buying a loaded gun, but you cook with it. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I try to practice knife safety because I don't want to cut myself, but I do. I do like eating cheese and veg like uh, like uh, apples that I cut with a knife. And, you know, you just pair it towards yourself carefully like you're whittling wood. As long as you know what you're doing, I think that's relatively safe. Yeah. As long as your knife's sharp. If the knife's dull, you're going to cut yourself. It's a, it's a fact of life. You'd think it'd be the other way, but no. No, because the dull knife, you can't you can't control the speed by which it goes through the object as well because it gets caught up on stuff, and that's when it slips. You put too much pressure to get it through, and that's when you slip because you're out of control and you cut yourself. Yes. Welcome to our knife safety po- movie podcast. I'm not even a knife person. I just try to practice good kitchen safety. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's it. Um, I never time. answered the question. Oh, you didn't, right? What we yeah. got? Uh, Garden State. Oh, fuck. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I had a conversation with somebody very recently about like the way music is used in that film is very influential. And I was thinking mm-hmm. about it and I'm like, huh? Yeah, I guess it was. So that's my that's my answer. <laughs> what yeah. if? What if? Wally. <laughs> what is that even? Isn't that from like 2011 or something? No, that right. Oh, well, then Wally's like not a bad one, I guess. I've never My seen thing it. Is I, re- I, I really wanted to post 9-11 kind of like had the vibe yes. of post 9-11 and I think Transformers is my pick here. Uh, this, that's not a post 9-11 movie. That's like a, where the stupid American consumers and critiques are at. That's true. Um, I still think Borat's the best answer we've gotten. Borat's a really good answer. Man, that movie. Yeah. I did not like that movie when I saw it. I thought it was funny but uncomfortable. And I didn't see the sequel. I, no, it's um, a sequel. I, I saw Bruno first, and I don't mean to surprise you with my taste, but I liked Bruno quite a bit. <laughs> I Bruno looked unwatchable. I've you, never you seen it. You tell me there's like a weird problematic gay character who's like gay panicking a bunch of randos. I'm like, yeah, that's. I think that's funny. <laughs> um, I, I knew all the characters from the Ali G show, so. I've never, I never watched the Ali G show. I only so. watched a British. little bit. Yeah, British. British. Yeah. Um, and then I watched that other, that one where he's like a fake um, Saddam Hussein or whatever, the dictator. Oh, oh you watched that? I yeah, I, went, that. I saw that in a theater and I was like, no more of this. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do too far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so good answers. Again, if you have emails, you can send them to a podcast at gmail.com. In two weeks, um, we will be covering High Noon. Oh, oh shit. The 1952 classic. I've, I've seen it, but not for like 15 years. And I would like to revisit it. Okie dokie. Also, it's 84, five minutes long. Do you have a question for this week? Yes. It has nothing to do with high noon. My question is, what is the first? This is, I understand. This is extremely, uh, maybe even just American centric, but definitely like Anglo centric. What is the first movie you remember seeing that had subtitles? And how did you react as a young child seeing a subtitle film? I'm going to tell you right now, I can't answer this. I genuinely don't fucking know. I don't remember. The first time I watched a subtitled movie. I I have guesses. I was in my teens, so. What? What? I think there's going to be some answers. I think there'll be answers. If you've got (laughs) any anecdote about early experiences watching subtitles, your parents are like, "What's it? Well, you got to read the movie, something like that." I know Dusty has one of those. <laughs> yeah, I certainly do. <laughs> um, there was the time me and Dusty went to see uh, 
Passion of Joan of Arc, and it, it was it's like a Reptory screen where they're just playing like the Blu-ray, and they didn't turn the subtitles on, and we just everyone just sat there politely watching the movie in French unsubtitled for ten minutes. It's like hey, you know whatever, mostly follow it. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> no one said anything for ten minutes. Yeah, yeah it was a long time. <laughs> uh, this is like when I went to see. Um, Oh, I think it was X-Men Days of Future Past, something stupid. Uh, and uh, there just wasn't any sound. They just what, they just hadn't set the movie up right. <laughs> um, is this a choice? Is this art? This is like when we watched uh, Dark Thor The Dark World together, and I didn't have a subtitle file, and so the Dark Elves are just speaking Dark Elf language. I didn't realize that. And I was like, it's really that. weird that they're for... doing that. I, honestly, I hadn't missed a fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's that hilarious. Fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, any good subtitle uh, stories? Let's we'll make it broad, but that is the rough question. Um, okay. Yeah. And we'll be back in two weeks. Um, Destiny plugs. At Fridge Buzz Now on most places on the internet. And my other podcast, Battling Girls, is at Battling Girls, or excuse me, abnormalmapping.com slash Battling Girls. Battlinggirls.com still lives. All the old episodes are still there. So if you want to listen to that, go there. Um, and uh, we're going to talk about sitcoms. So look for that. I've been thinking about rewatching 30 Rock. I'm not going to. I'm too busy. Um, but um, you can just watch 30 some, Rock episodes or clips. You don't have to like make it. Yeah. So someone, someone's talking about. I don't even remember what it was. But I was just like, man, Jack Donahue. I, <laughs> I love yeah. that guy. Yeah. A lot of my friends are like, oh, 30 Rock was so embarrassing, and I'm like, it can't be worse than Friends. Like, <laughs> 30 yeah. Rock. 30 Rock is like emblematic of an, an irony of we're awful people, but at least we can laugh at ourselves and isn't that good, like, vibe that I do think is bad, but I also can just enjoy it also, even though I think the politics are bad. Yeah, yeah, I am of the thought that like kimmy schmidt was more offensive but like i could find any of that shit but. i could watch 30 rock right now and laugh my head off um, i enjoy awful rich people behaving badly as like humor that is a genre i enjoy yes same I'm gonna watch boston legal again <laughs> boston legal double bill yeah. <laughs> um anyway jackson plugs uh yeah you can find me at headfalls off on twitter.com and wherever else uh places are are I'm you choasting i'm You're on choasting, co-host right? you can find me there but i yeah, but are you there. choasting no <laughs> okay yeah i didn't think so um but uh you can find the podcast we do at normalmapping.com a whole bunch of cool podcasts uh you can find me on twitter at em underscore being i do post sometimes i'm trying to post more on main um and if you'd like to support our show you can support us at patreon.com slash normal mapping just recently we had a blockbusters on phone booth you can get for five dollars that movie is dumb uh and we spend about half the time talking about it then we just devolve into talking about james bond and john wick um hey there's not that much to talk about in the 2003 movie phone booth turns out that's correct (laughs) um next month we'll be covering smoking the bandit which will be a good time um and uh you know if you want to support us at ten dollars you get voip life and there's a lot of episodes about movies in there lately it's been gaming because i haven't been we haven't been doing anything other than i've been playing video games sometimes but there's movie stuff it's not like there's not movie stuff um so thank you for all your support if you like this podcast rate and review us on itunes share the share the tweet absolutely retweet the tweet that's important and i do appreciate everyone who does that let us know that you enjoyed the episode in the discord if you want to go to the discord you can go to abnormalmapping.com there's a link to the discord uh we have a movie channel people hang out if you care about uh star wars or superhero movies those are in different channels you gotta go find them <laughs> they're labeled superheroes in star wars it's fine it's easy <laughs>
But Star Wars is going back to the movies, so you know. Maybe oh right, care. the Star Wars thing happened. In <laughs> they, they've announced three Star Wars movies. Maybe one of them will come out. Maybe they'll actually <laughs> finish one of them. Yeah, maybe they we'll got see. an email from their boss like, "Motherfuckers, you've got one job." That that Filoni <laughs> movie will come out. I, I'm almost certain that'll happen. Yes, you, uh, you know, you, say what you will about Dave Filoni. I think he's one of the villains of history. He's a closer. Dave Filoni <laughs> is a closer. <laughs> Coffees for closers. Um, but I mean, none of this doesn't matter. to drag out the podcast, but the whole style finish the. What if the movies are bad? No one cares. Make the, make the movie. It says Star Wars on it. Put it in theaters. You have a fucking one job. It's fine. I mean, like, I don't care. I'd rather no one made any Star Wars. Uh, but in the world where Disney is telling you to make Star Wars, how are you fucking it up this much? It should be easy. How hard getting, is it to make a Star getting, Wars We're getting movie? Daisy Ridley back to make the new Jedi Order. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't do that. But um, go with God, I guess. I would set it 500 years in the future and simply not fucking worry about it. You'd think. Uh, yeah, no. Instead, they're getting her back because no one else wants to do it. Oh, where's Finn? Ray, where's Finn gone? Oh, he's gone somewhere. <laughs> oh, he's not. He's he like, they couldn't fucking planet. pay me enough to come back. <laughs> uh, Oscar Isaac will come back for one scene. Oh, yeah, he'll come back. He'll be like, yeah, I'm, you know. Do I get another season of Moon Knight? They'll be like, yes, if you come back. Okay, I'll come back. I just, I mean, like I say, I don't care. I'm kind of a Star Wars hater, so my opinion does not matter that much. Uh, But sequel trilogy, sequel trilogy. Sure, whatever. Let's go. I I know it's just one movie. At this point, they have announced just one movie. Let's take it one at a time. (laughs) But, God. Um... All right, uh, that's it for us. Thank you once again. Hope you enjoyed this weird rambly episode. Until next time, movies. Now more than ever. Don't expect to like them. Oh,